It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome back to the Roker Report podcast. We have a special episode today. Uh, we've got two guests with us today, one very special one, one very normal one. Gav, mm-hmm. how are you doing? I'm all right. Very and good. And we have Andrea Bell from Sunland Community Soup Kitchen. Am I, am I the special one? You're the special one. Well, it's definitely not Gav or me, is it? So. <laughs> Andrea Mourinho. And <laughs> the special one. The special one. So um, we haven't done a script for this, so we haven't got anything that we're going to necessarily ask straight off the bat, but I think... Andrea, how's it been this week? For well, it, it, just the fact that poor Gavin's sick of me saying, "Oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god," because that's all I've said all week. Because it started off, there was only initially the, the two thousand pounds. We were absolutely thrilled to even think that was going to be yeah. half of what we were, you know, a thousand pound what we we're going to get, and then. The, the, um, Gavin kept saying, "Hang on, Andrea, it's gone up a bit. It's gone up a bit." <laughs> and then we, and then literally, look at it now. I mean, yeah. What was it last last count, Gavin? Thirteen thousand. Thirteen thousand four hundred. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to check. I think in a matter I mean, of about yeah. four days, isn't it? Yeah, four, yeah. four days. days. I mean, so we started on absolutely Tuesday, yeah. manic week. Um, our sites. We've now got four of us answering messages for people, so it's gone kind of. Um, Difficult to just keep on top of the yeah. general messages we're getting. Just the support that we've probably, I mean, we've only been going since July, so we're just on, on the five-month mark. But j- just this week's boomed, boomed. I think we were sort of on a hamster wheel. Now we're on a bit of a Ferris wheel, but it's just it's just fantastic. I mean, look, it's just people supporting and people, yeah. and a lot of the time as well, it's recognition for, for the for the work that we're doing because it's, it's essential here in Sunderland. Yeah, I, and I think, I'll tell you what, before we go into that, Actually, we'll start right from the beginning because, I mean, talking about how mad the week's been, I was I was stuck in university on, I think it was Monday. Uh, Gav sent me a message over and just said, look, this is what we're doing. Heading towards Christmas is something we're doing. I was like, oh, brilliant. That's fantastic. Um, I'll like promote that, send that to a few people and stuff like that. I edited a video in my class and by the time I came back, we'd hit target. So it was a bit like, <laughs> but where did the whole idea come from? Like, I mean, Gav. Yeah, yeah. So last year, obviously, we didn't really talk much about this offline eh, online sorry but but offline between everybody from rotor report we clubbed together um i went a little i had like 200 quid and filled me car with food because they were doing a food bank collection at the fan zone before one of the home games i can't remember which one um so this year i thought well should we do something similar i guess um uh, my looker <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so we, we and uh, i thought well why don't we I mean, GoFundMe takes two seconds to set up and why don't we encourage people to get on board? So it's not just us doing it, it's the people who listen to the podcast, read the website, follow us on social media and so on. So um, between three or four of us, we're just sort of like, right, we're going to try and push this for a couple of days, see what happens. Um, We've been I literally, this. this is literally what yeah. happened, right? I thought, right, we'll do, we'll do two causes. So the food bank we supported last year said, so well, we'll support those again. Because uh, obviously they do a great job and and keep people's keeping people's bellies full, um, but then I thought you know it would be nice to do something regarding homelessness because it I, to be honest the fact I even had to Google um, homeless causes in Sunderland was testament to the fact I, I either wasn't educated enough about what goes on in the city because I would like to think I would know more than just shelter as a name off the top of my head, um, and two it's probably. Um, a damnation of the fact that we don't talk about it enough, you know, wider than that. So, I mean, I think the fact that regardless of the money we've raised now, um, that like causes like what Andrea does, 
with with the soup kitchen of actually being given a bit of a profile and now people know more about it and hopefully we'll on the back of this conversation we're having today um is is like great so um so yeah i was looking for homeless causes in sunland first one that turfed up was the soup kitchen and i am um, so i yeah i went onto facebook noticed they were very active i thought well yeah that's that's good stuff um Literally set it up and sent Andrea the link and said, look, we'll raise money for you. And she just like... Screamed. Yeah. Can I ring you? Can I ring you? So I said, yeah, why why not? I've never spoken to you before. So this week I'm my surrogate mother. I've been yeah. on the phone more than <laughs> Pretty ever. Pretty much, aye. <laughs> so, um, so we've we've done it. We've done a... We've done a good job in, in terms of getting the name out there. But yeah, originally it was a case of, can we, I thought, well, why don't we try and raise two grand? Because I thought, well, we raised 200 quid amongst the small group of contributors we've got. Yeah. You know, surely we can get the two grand, and I think within three hours we'd hit two grand. Um, and ever since then, it's just went on and on. I mean, like I say, it's on. I think it's on nearly fourteen grand or whatever now. It's crazy. If um, you think about it, though, it's in a sense it should have done well because mm-hmm. when you yeah. ask, when you put, when you reach out to, especially in pe- people from the northeast, when you reach out, you always get. Yeah. You always get. They maybe just need a channel for them to support their. Their, either their donation of money or their donation of mm. clothes or time or or food, and they just I think they just needed a channel. I think it's I think it's a perfect storm. I, th- I said this to you the other day. Yeah. Um, when you obviously you take into the current political climate, there's a general election coming up, so yeah. social issues are right at the top of everyone's priorities at the minute. Everyone's talking about what's going on in the country. Um, Sunderland fans just don't generally have a lot to shout about at the minute. The team's crap. We're not enjoying going to games anymore. Fans write each other's throats over the way the club's being run. Um, it's Christmas coming up. Everybody feels charitable around Christmas, and so just marrying those things together has created um, this, which is just beyond what we could have could have ever expected. Really, I think we all want to inject a bit of positivity because yeah. there's not a lot. All the as you see, all the political stuff looming. It's, yeah, it's it highlights everything, but grassroots back home there's massive problems and and maybe it's overseas and all the political stuff that's missing the plot that people are abs- absolutely starving and have no money yeah so um yeah i mean just just for gavin to come along at this time okay yes it's christmas i mean our service just to sort of obviously we haven't spoke about you but just to clarify it we're every single night of the week seven nights a yeah. week free food three course meal it's a bit a la carte really isn't it it's crazy it's yeah, crazy yeah. good food it's all made with whole, you know home cooked food and say, yeah, so some of the videos and that yeah, and stuff like that. It's, it's, and it's, it's bloody good food, isn't it? We, we mean, obviously, <laughs> just to let people know who are listening, me and Tom Albrighton from the podcast, we went down on Wednesday, Wednesday night, yeah, and we went to help out just to see how it all works, really. And we're, you know, see where dish, the money's going. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, help dish the food out and stuff. And I mean, the better fed than me. Three courses, biscuits, <laughs> chocolates. Bread and butter what, pudding, Bread and butter. Or, <laughs> I, there, was, there was a soup, bread and butter pudding. Um, they had pasta bake. There was, let's say, biscuits and, and things, cakes yep. and chocolates, and I mean, really, really, you know, if hot chocolate with mar- get, marshmallows, yeah, I've yeah, got oh, this yeah, week, yeah. So everybody, everybody gets looked after. That's that's the point of it. And I mean, um, I know obviously food banks and stuff. There's a little bit more structure in place with how you receive your food from a food bank, whereas still, this is just. Still. Still coping with the same problem, though. It. So yeah, it, yeah. this is why yeah. it's great that we yeah. both. There's not either myself or, or one going to benefit because it literally that then it stretches across the the whole problem rather than somebody being favoritism and helping their own. Let's stretch it across the whole problem and share literally share share yeah, the yeah. love, share the love because and the care and that that people need. Because I, I mean we're pretty much area specific, if I'm honest. Apart from that lovely young couple that walked yeah, from yeah. South Shields to come and get food. I mean, they literally, they, they, well, they walk from Roker every day, then they came from... Bro- that, that, I mean, yeah, that, that broke, that broke, heart, that broke, that yeah, broke yeah. my... Tom was gutted when he yeah. when he met them, like, um, just to give a bit of clarity what it is, it was literally, I, I don't I don't think we were older than 16 or 17-year-old, this young couple. Um, that you, I think you said they've been coming every day for what? Oh, Five months, four months? Months now, yeah. For food, every day, walking from Roker to Hendon to pick the food up. And, and then walking back, yep. yeah. and walking back. Just for food, I mean, there, there wasn't any, there wasn't any sort of other, other no other, alternative, yeah, no yeah. Alternative, no. <clears throat> when so they turn up on Wednesday, they've been put up in a B and B hostel type thing. Um, social have give them a bus pass, so they'd come on the bus from Westdoor or yeah, wherever they were staying changed, um, so to Hendon just to get fed. It's that that's that's the reality of it. Like, and I'm I'm when you look at someone, you're like, you're just a Ben, like, yeah, crazy. Crazy. Yeah, you you were a bit upset by that. Oh, one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and that, that the thing is as well, we chat, I mean, obviously Gavin, on that night it was great because you can get a, a whole perception because people have this vision of, of who uses a food bank. You think you have an idea and I mean, it's, just this week it's like just us chatting outside and stuff yeah. like that. You don't really realise. And I think I said just beforehand, I was like looking at my money. My life has changed unbeknown to lots of people quite a lot in this year and my job, my, my outlook and uh, my place I'm living and stuff like that. And say I don't pass my probation at my current new job, I haven't got a penny. And I've never, I've been lucky enough to never been in that position. But it's not just people who've had like a long winded process of getting to that point. Some people are just kind of thrown into that. There's all sorts of different people, isn't there? I think we were discussing earlier, just that there was a a family contacted us. They've been through the, 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 the normal system and they still haven't got enough to feed them and their families. And they've always worked. Um, the husband was laid off a couple of months ago. They've never, they didn't have a clue about how to work the benefit system. They didn't know how things, how long things took. And they had quite a high rent because they've, you know, they've lived a decent lifestyle. Yeah. And that, that lady's life's just completely turned around. She said, I never thought it would happen to me. So a lot of people, we've got full-time working people who can't afford it. We've got, well... Everything everybody thinks it's all drug addicts and all this. It's not. It's not. It's a very small proportion. I mean, the biggest, big, by far. Look at movies. I'm, I'm being politically incorrect. Saying is Universal Credit. Okay, Universal Credit has yeah. really, really quashed people. Whether people like it or not, that is the problem. That mm. delay in the time, even if they get a discretionary loan or whatever, it's still knocking people six and then it has a 12 month knock on effect because they're they're reducing their payments so they still mm. don't have enough money. So they're the people. A lot of um, in the in the outset, we've had people come and go. They've came for the five weeks or so, which it takes to get money through, and then and then you don't see them again. And that yeah. is kind of that's a success. Yeah, as long as you've been an emergency yeah. service in that time, then you, you've had a facility. But when you see um, when you see people come down with their children in the queue amongst, I mean, at one point I think we used to have sixty or seventy people queuing before we started at first. It's it's different now. It's 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 working where it's more structured. People are coming within the hour rather than everybody queuing at the beginning. And when you see children standing in there, we used to just whip them to the front of the queue, serve them as quick as they can, make it like it's fun and and make it a fun element of where they have to come because it's yeah. just so destroyed. This is it's just yeah. so destroyed. People have to realise this is in Sun and City Centre. Like literally you can walk out of the church where this is where this is all going on and you're in Sunnyside where all the bars are, where the cinema is. Where, lovely do you know what I mean? The, the, yeah. This is ba- yeah. this is in the city centre of, of Sunland that we're talking about. These are families in our city. I don't think it's you know. a subject that people talk about. I think it's a, it's a subject that's happening to someone else that nobody else is interested in. So this campaign, even the fact that we're sitting here now, and, and for me, the money, don't get me wrong, it is wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. But the raising awareness for what is happening much is, is much more important to me. Yeah, and, and, and when I t- chat to the team, because you've got to remember, I, obviously, it maybe it's, okay, it was my idea, and yes, I'm the front person, but there's 64 of us making things happen every night of the week, so it's a team effort. So yeah. we sit and have chats about where we want to go going forward and all this sort of stuff, and it just had to be done. There wasn't any choice. We all work far more hours than we even anticipated. Mm. We, we, it, it's. I mean, the first night, if I could just tell you the story, we were standing there saying, "Should we make fifteen potatoes, twenty potatoes?" Because we were told there wasn't a problem. And that night, sixty-four people turned up. So we had to go to a local supermarket, buy a well-branded um, microwave potato, stay yeah. a couple of hours, put beans on the top, and just make sure everybody was fed. And we've we've never had less than sixty-four so since you know, we've started. You know that first night. How did how did that come about? Like how how did you get the word out? Like for for sixty odd people to be stood on the first night. Yeah, we went. How did word get around? We took it. We took. I got leaflets done. We only had first. We've still only got Facebook. We haven't got a website yet. <laughs> we haven't been either, either been able to afford one or have the time to get one made. Yeah. But it was only leaflets, old fashioned way. Went to usual places: job centre, citizens' advice, probation. You know the places where we thought we would be attracting food bank. In, in in you know converted in converted commerce people, commas people. Yeah. okay and then literally Facebook I mean what a social media if you want to use it in negative yes but for us it's been just positive 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 so we put it on Facebook and then and and then word of mouth one person there was there's quite a, a group of young young people who are homeless but they they were saying we were telling all our mates it can come and get this so so it's kind of a it's it's it, it was word of mouth as well. But there was a need. I mean, if uh, literally, if you've got no food and you're hungry, the word's going to spread fast. That yeah. There's some way you can get free food. We, get yourself there. We, we, and that is how it happened. We, we got, me and Tom got talking to two homeless lads in the queue the other night. And I mean, Actually, it was good crap, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. They were I, I reckon they were probably about my age, maybe yeah. a little bit older. Um, both just fell on hard times, you know, failed, failed relationships, I think, both of them. Yeah. One of them had been living on the streets for five months. The other, about a month and a half. 
Um, but I think he's been living on the streets on and off. Every time his last kicks him out, he's he's back out on the streets. You know what I mean? And he was saying that uh, you know, I, I said, where would you turn if it wasn't for this? Like, and they were like, don't know. There's literally nothing else for us to do. I mean, the, especially on the night time. Yeah, yeah. Through the yeah. day, there's quite a lot of what I would call individual provisions where you can go to certain churches who are well-established and fantastic. May I just say, it's, this isn't all about us. There's been, you know, people running for a long time of an odd Sunday or the every Tuesday or every Thursday. But the only downside to that is people are hungry seven days a week. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. these lads, um, they were stood talking, honestly, they were dead funny, having a proper, just proper nice lads talking about the footy, you know what I mean? Um, they walked away in the end, they had... You know those big like freezer bags you get from Tesco's or Asda. Yeah. One of them generous. <laughs> <laughs> must have been about eight tubs of soup, four meals, loads of puddings, loads of cakes, loads of water. Lo- no chocolate for through the night. For yeah, when they get chocolate. Old. Come on, warm socks. <laughs> what? They were, I mean, they were wearing better clothes than me. They had that. No, yeah, because coat on. oh yeah, yeah, because 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 Andrea <laughs> kits them all out. I mean, yeah. it, there's. It's not. It's not like what else I've ever seen. Like they just they turn up and they just get looked after like you human know what, beings. You know what I mean? Thing as well, like we're talking about the the donations and stuff that people have made from a, a monetary perspective. But just this morning, it's like and you talk about you're struggling up to keep up with messages. So are we someone it was two messages just as we were coming in. Someone's got a bed that they were going to sell, but they just want to donate. Give it to someone yeah, I think, else. Yeah, yeah, I think you saw that lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, actually, she's going to help a family who we've been Kirsten, supporting. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, so we've been supporting since July. She came on and she's absolutely spot on. I've got to tell you the story with her. We've been, oh, you think we'd known each other for years when we started to talk. <laughs> and she said, Look, I'd like to buy the family, if possible, um, um, a new duvet and a duvet cover. And it was so funny because I had to go and ring the woman and I said, What kind of thing do like young people want these days? Because obviously I'm older <laughs> now. And uh, she went, Lol dolls. I went, What? She went, lol dolls. So th- lol that lady's doll. lol dolls. So she's going to go and buy them. So they've got brand new quilts and things for Christmas. Oh, brilliant. So to be honest with you, again, the money, wonderful. But the kind of knock-on effect of yeah. just that just that family having new duvet, you know, the new pyjama syndrome type thing, yeah. but new duvets, exactly current stuff. Now, the mum, um, she was actually in a hostel last year. So this is her first year in her first home. She hasn't got a penny, bless her cotton socks. But behind the scenes, there's loads of people helping her with Christmas presents, well, helping me to help her with Christmas presents and things. And the other day I went to see her with some shopping and she fell on her knees. It was, oh, sorry, going to get upset. Awful. She just flopped yeah. on her knees like, oh, thank you. It's horrible. Imagine over the Gavin place. There's, there's another thing as well, though. We talk about like we've, we've, we've mentioned food and people not being able to eat and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But I always think, and, and of course, I think we've all probably thought about it this week. Like, and I've touched on before if I lost my job, what if? Mm. Like, I'll feed you. And I think, well, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, and, and I think about that, and I think it's brilliant that we have that. But do you know, do you know what I would really miss? And you've just touched on it before. I, I went, I was at the, um, I was at the stadium like the other week in the ticket office to see to see Chris Waters as it was, funnily enough. And this guy just came up, came in, and I thought, oh, and he, and he was like, "You all right, mate? How are you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm fine, mate." It's like he's like, "You in the queue?" I said, "No, no, I'm just waiting for someone. It's fine." And he went, "Do you work here?" Because I was suited up and all that. And I went, "No, no, I, I don't, mate." And he went, "All right." And he went and talked to the ticket office last, and he was just like, "Do you know where I can get like some food?" I've heard you he help with food banks and stuff like that. Can you point us in the right direction? And the last behind the, the counter pointed him and stuff like that. And he just went in. But then he chatted to us for like 15 minutes. I was late for Chris, as it was, because um, he just wanted to talk about the footy. And he had a bag with photos of his family members that had like moved or he didn't see anymore. Some food in his bag and stuff like that. But do you know what I could tell that he enjoyed most about like the whole experience, having a chat? And I'm thinking, what would I miss? Like if I fell on that sort of, it would kind of be the community side of things. Yeah. Do you know something? Do you know something about the loneliness? It's it, it is. So some of the people like... that come to us, their world is lonely. Yeah. And I just just to give an example, there's a what I call the sort of rock steady crew. They come every night, probably about an hour early, and they stand and have a bit crack on at the front of the queue. Different age groups, yeah. different type of people, and things. But um, I keep obviously there's an older gentleman. I mean, a, a retired pensioner type thing. And I said to him, "Shall I run you home?" He said. I said honestly I'll run you no I've got a bit I need a bit more crack on so he's, he waits around and has a little bit more crack on with people but he went, when I was in there one Saturday morning he stopped us and he said Pet I, I know you're trying to be helpful he said but for me I'm an older person I've got to get out and get out to a place I've got to Aye. I've got to make sure that I'm doing things every yeah, day yeah. so that I'm active and keep my brain active and I meet people he said so if I'm ever in your need I'll ask you he said but until then just let us get on with it type thing so you yeah. just think well respect you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yeah, thinking you're doing you know but he but he comes every day but and if he doesn't go believe it, if he doesn't come 
Um, he leaves us a note that we're not going to be there, so we don't worry about him. He gives us a note <laughs> through the door. Awesome. And then the other thing, got to tell you this, we've got this um, basically a red carpet event, which is in, um, it's Valentine's night at the mm-hmm. Seaburn Hotel. It's probably a thank you to get all, all of this, the volunteers together, but it's the fundraising side of things if it comes along great. Now we've got 10 tickets, so 10 of the people in the queue, uh, we're going to make sure that they're with us. Yeah. Yeah, I've kitted out. Uh, one of the girls is looking at, we've got two homeless guys who I absolutely love. I'm sorry, I, I love them more than life itself. And they get well spoiled, but they sent us lovely thank you cards. And one of the girls thinking about um, doing a fundraiser, put them in a hotel for the night, get them cleaned up and everything, give them an outfit. So there's there's mm. all, there's all sort of all sorts going on with regard to the social side. But just to get back to that elderly gentleman, I said to him, would he be my date? He said, I'll let you know. I mean, <laughs> so I was turned down by a pensioner, and then and then he and then he came back um, a couple. He came back a couple of days later. And he said, "By the way, I'd be honoured." So he's my date. So I've actually got a date. Yeah. Good. The thing talking about the the community aspect of it, you know, I think especially with homeless people, they're dehumanised to yeah. a large degree. So, um, I mean, Damien wrote a great piece on the site the other day about this, where you know. We kind of ignore it. I mean, there's a there's a horrendous photo of Boris Johnson where he's just walking past a homeless guy hugging a dog, yep. and that is for the majority of people. And I've probably done it before, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Where you see a homeless person and you just carry on, you just mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going I'm going from A to B, and like you kind of just ignore the fact that they're there. And what you don't realise is that like these are real these are people who really need help. And turning up to a place like the soup kitchen, where they can go, they can get well fed. They don't get treated like they're any different anybody else they just turn up and they have a bit crack and they, they treat really well and Can't I bet they get hugs don't forget that. Oh, I've seen you hugging them hang on a minute there's <laughs> plenty of hugs about the world yeah yeah no no that, that'll not that'll not happen goes a long way goes like a long it, way it yeah. really won't like and I, I'm, I'll admit as well yeah absolutely guilty as well I mean obviously I've only been back in in Sunderland for about nine weeks but um, the problem with food banks is, is it's a UK problem at the minute as well very much so like Glasgow was do you know the problem though? The same. The problem, Graham, is that I, I, you told me this that the figures on homeless people in Sunderland are totally misproportionate. Uh, yeah. What you're told, accurate, what so. you're told, yeah, what you're told, and what the case actually is, completely different. I mean, we were talk. I was talking to the the go back the two homeless lads we were talking to in the queue, and um, Tom said, "So how many homeless people are, do you think are actually living in Sunderland?" And they went, Phew. They went, and he went I think a lot of them stay like around Mowbray Parkway, and he was like, there's at least 70 there a night. That's just in one place. And he's like, you know, a lot of them go on where, the, where Marks and Spencer's uh, is. They were talking be. about staying warm, weren't they? There was a, there's somewhere with the, blowers. Yeah, so where, some, where, where, um, there's, where there's a heat Where element. the winter gardens, yeah, where yeah, the winter gardens it, is, yeah. there's like a heat, heat output, which blows hot air out. Yeah. And there's a load of them stay there, obviously, because they can stay warm there. Yeah. And they um, took their tent off them, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean... The, they took their tent off them the other day. So, they now, I mean, last week we gave them, I think, their third tent and um, the tent was taken off them again last week. So, they're tentless again. Mm. Taking so, tents? Who, who was taking the tents? I don't know. Somebody, somebody, somebody somebody's... Authorities yeah. take their tents away so they can't... Yeah, I so they... They can't camp out there, I suppose. The, wow. the, the lad I was talking, yeah, the lad I was talking, he told me that they were told that a young male can survive outdoors for like up to 25 days providing the temperature doesn't go below freezing that's what they're actually told they're told like so obviously if you're a if you're a young lady or a family you would probably get looked after put up somewhere but young lads go to the back of the queue sort of thing they're told even even it's crazy that you're even there's even a priority list you're homeless there's plenty of empty buildings in the city so many isn't there you know what i mean if you think about it as well it's just there's a national thing is this even the people that you know the, the sunland food bank they're a national organization and yeah. it's wonderful that they're in more cities now but i just maybe it's because that's expectedness in every city and maybe the the whole the whole volume of what this what the issue is looks like it's under control yeah but we've found that that's not the case it's no. it's not the case at all and um i mean sofa surfing you're still no fixed aboard so mm. it's you know and there's a lot of people who come to us sofa surf so i think the problem has been somebody else's problem yeah i'm not interested in that problem and if you look at it as well i don't sometimes think the television does it any good because there's more programs now saying that people on the streets are wealthier than you because they're beggars and they go back to their private apartments and things poverty porn yeah so i think that sometimes there's a balance then then dispatches yeah yeah. comes out the other night and shows the true side of of children 
poverty. Now, every time I do a post about children, I put it every single time. Children are innocent in poverty. Yeah, okay, absolutely. they are totally innocent. They've got no yeah, yeah. control over it. They've got no, no choice. They've got no choice. So if you if you look at it as well, I mean, the people will say, "Ah, oh, but they've got addictions." All this sort of, it's that's just again, it's just not the case. The majority of it is um, normal matters of waiting for benefits. People lost jobs. Parents, you know, parents splitting up. Oh, yeah. and that and that is that that is the the, the well, sort was of, one of those on the, there yeah, was one yeah. of those on dispatchers. Yeah. I, I mean, anybody who listened to this who hasn't watched it yet, just go on to Fours on Demand Play and watch it. You have to watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's if there's one thing anybody has to watch this week, it's that program. And what you've got to look at based on well, before that program, when we when I'll give you a little example. A young family came along and that, that day, me and the volunteers had been up a 40-year-old tree in an allotment hand-picking apples because literally we live from hand to mouth. Honestly, mm. we, we are. If you give us apples, the team go and pick the apples. Anyway, this family came along and I said, would you like an apple? And they looked at me like I was like, what the? I don't know what you're talking about. I said, the woman, your family, your children don't know what an apple is. She went, no, I've never bought fruit and veg for them. So she just never had the money or the education to cook with yeah. fruit and vegetables. Yeah. So anyway, so we give the children, we wash the, the apple, give them sliced up, give it the apple. And you think you'd give them nectar, their faces and, mm, and all this sort of stuff. So that was it. Sparked an idea. Okay, maybe we need to. So going forward, we've got a, I don't know if I can say this, it probably sounds awful. I don't like the word food bank. I think yeah. it's got a. A bit of a stigma, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's got something. So ours is a people's food initiative. There's various aspects of it, but the pe the food that we give away will have fruit and vegetables in. We gave a food parcel away last week, and what we did was we put pasta, pasta sauce, fresh mushrooms, fresh peppers, fresh onions and everything to make a meal. So that's going forward where we are heading. So what Gavin's and Tom have done is give us an option. Because we've we've now gone in touch with a massive wholesaler, and they've they've actually last night they've dropped us off a pallet of a, a lot of fruit and veg. But going forward, we can order that and pay for it. We mm. can make sure because we've got funds, we can go and buy that stuff and make sure in the food parcels there's fruit and veg. Because if you look at the little boy on dispatches, mm. he was pasty grey. Yeah. Okay. When you don't have a good diet as a child, it's got massive long. I mean, it's got massive long term effects on the NHS. These children are going to be pooly. So if we can have a five-year plan kicking in some fruit and veg into, into people's diets, we don't know what that might knock on, knock on effect where other people get involved in maybe supporting families who don't have a proper diet. You know, but people do jump on these things, which would be great, the more the merrier. But the People's, the people's Food Initiative, um, we've got this big factory in Hendon, a bit empty at the minute, a bit rattling around, but it, we've only had the keys a couple of weeks. Yeah. But what we thought, a lot of problem is dignity. People are ashamed and, and it's, it's a difficult thing for people to ask for help sometimes. Yeah, so what so. we've thought is, I mean, we've got quite a lot of working people who are nil, nil contracts or full time and they can't do it. So they can come along for an hour, do some volunteering for an hour, take their food home. There's dignity in working for it. Yeah. Pick what your family wants. You want Cocoa Pops or Rice Krispies? They take what their family want, not given a bag to, to live off. Yeah. So going forward, the big plan for me, I don't know if anybody in the city does it, but Sunderland's going to become the care and city where you give the people choice and you give the people dignity back. Now, I always explain this. If you can't afford to buy a car, you go and get a car loan. There's no shame in that. Okay? If you haven't got food, there should be no shame in going to a place that will support you and give you food. There should, it just be, should be quite normal. Okay? Now, there's the other issue because there's greedy and not needy. Okay? There's people that come along so they can... Um, they can go and you know spend money in different ways, but to me that you've got to take the rough with the smooth. Yeah. If you've got a family that needs it, I mean you're always going to get in somebody abusing a system, and and that 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 will be the, the case. But as long as we monitor it, put things in place, the people who need it won't be penalised for that. So in a sense, the, the the initiative going forward is going to be great because people can just and it's we're going to open at night, so people can come along and they'll never be short of food. And, uh, and you've seen how generous we are. Mm -hmm. It's just, we, we think you should go away with a healthy amount of food. So this is why we need support, because we need a healthy amount of food to give out. So this is yeah. this is going forward. You've got no, I, I cry all the time, but Gav thinks I'm a nutter, <laughs> but I don't think you realise how this fundraising will put, when we were all volunteers, there's not one of us get paid. So there's not big money going out here, there and, and everywhere. We just know we can plough it back into the vision that we've got for Sunderland. Thing I like about um, it as well, and I think I, I touched on it before. Someone asked me about it the other day. Um, I think Sunderland, as people over the past couple of years, maybe because of certain political aspects, have been given a bit of a bad rap sometimes with certain things. Yeah, yeah. I think there's certain things mm -hmm. where 
I think we're being penalised. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I feel like sometimes <laughs> you're Sunderland right, you're right. people have an opinion of of Sunderland and 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 people from Sunderland and the thoughts and the way that they are. I think if there's one thing that makes me really proud about like being involved in it and stuff like this and and what's happened this week is that I think this shows Sunderland people more than anything. Yeah. I think this really shows what Sunderland people are about and I think it's opening people's eyes to being like, all right, so Sunderland are that place. We've always known we've been that place. We know that things that this can work. We know that even though we're surprised Sorry, I, I think we're the best way. people in the world. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so do I. It's, yeah. it's been, <laughs> you know, so I've lived abroad and I still tell people yeah. <laughs> they're the best people in the world. It's, it's There's been, nothing like a person from the, the north. Let's be honest, the northeast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Absolutely. not just Sunderland. It's, I mean, yeah. people from Newcastle, anywhere, South Shields, Durham, mm-hmm. everybody is absolutely the same. If you fell over in the street, they'd pick you up. Yeah. They pick you up. They don't step over you down south. Mm. Whoop, get straight over you. Yeah. Okay. No disrespect to you southerners, but it just <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. A northern person would not walk on by. It's not in us. It, it, it's nice to see a bit of good coverage of this as well, because what really not, and I'm going to bring it up, not me yesterday. I watched um, Phil Parkinson's press conference with Dawn. the media yeah. um, <laughs> yesterday, which the club stream on Facebook. Yeah. And from the bat, you had Don Thewlis from the from the BC Look North, yeah. asking about negative Sunderland fans on social media. She, she went on about it for about five minutes. Not once was the fact that Sunderland fans have raised tens of thousands for charity. Just using social media was brought up. It was negative Sunderland fans, negative this, negative that. What do you make of fan negativity towards you? What, and I was thinking, we, we, we need to be better represented. Sunderland fans have just raised a hell I of a lot of money. A, do you I, think, I think people are interested if you're positivity? I think they only no, want to no. knock. I think they want to be negative. I don't yeah. know if it's well, new especially if you're or... a Newcastle fan yeah, sitting yeah. in a Sunderland press conference, <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to create negativity. I think I thought it was horrendous. If I'm honest, uh, total it's, it's, lack of respect. And, well, but, I but think that it's she, she is an anomaly. For what you're doing at the moment it, as well. She's an anomaly. Really... Don't get us wrong. She's an anomaly because we've had some we've had brilliant support from. Yeah. We've had the lads from the Sunderland Echo have donated and wrote about it. Lads from the Chronicle have donated and wrote about it. George Colkins uh, been really supportive. He's put some money in. Great you know what book, I mean? The, uh, going further than that. Um, Tom White and and Dave Jones from Sky, who you know two of the two of the main presenters on Sky Sports, both Sunderland fans, great. What, what, we've what, had what, we've had what, fantastic. More yes, that's it. Doesn't Great matter what background you come from. No. So yeah. it, it, I mean, I would I would like uh, on the back of this, not not us. I'm not bothered about Rotor Report. I mean, just Sunderland yeah. people have really clubbed together to help, and it shouldn't just be a Christmas thing either. It should be all around the year, um, supporting each other. I mean, all we've done is raise awareness and you've had people getting in touch with you now offering help, offering this, offering actually, that. Actually, we've, we've had a lot of people want to wear Christmas Day, so I'm so sorry we're actually yeah. full for Christmas Day. I, I mean, just look January, like, anybody's more Just looking at my phone now, I haven't got time to read the full message, but we've got a guy asking if I can ring him because he wants to discuss how he can help out. don't know who he works for or whatever, but there we go. Mm-hmm. You, you've got people who are seeing it now and they're like, we really want to help. We see the amount of money raising, like, God, everyone's so proud. And they're like, Sun and fans are the best. Sun and fans are this. Sun and people are the best. And it's, it's totally right. Do you not people, think people an are influx really of energy was needed? I mean, I think it's took something like this mm. to put an influx of positivity back into the fans who are a bit deflated by the sounds of things. Yeah, it's so easy. But yeah. the only thing is, like, what you've got to jump back onto is when they were needed, they came up trumps once again. Yeah. So that that's what you've got to look at every single time you need help. People from Sunderland, just or the northeast, or people linked to the northeast, they come up trumps, regardless. And this, I mean, if you look at it, this for I, I don't know how many times have you and I messaged unbelievable. <laughs> okay, we're sick of the word unbelievable, yeah. but for somebody as small as us, just starting out, and Gavin, Gavin's not a media guru; he's just no. a lad with tons of passion, can create this kind of wave that knocks on to this kind of money. It is unbelievable. It's great because it's, it's in, in a sense. Like and and not knocking out anything, but it is just an idea. If no one gets on with it, you you, you the the praise has kind of got to go to like the whole thing, hasn't it? Of course, it, it has. Yeah. has that idea, but like you, the fact that so many people have took onto it. I mean, some of the players have touched on Duncan Watmore. There's been you know another player donated this morning who I, I won't mention, but um, like the you've got people like the players at the club. You've got journalists. You've got you've mentioned Tom. You've mentioned Dave. There's so many people, and they're just. Everyone from the area sort of come together and it's one, haven't they? There's no, yeah. it's not one section of, like literally everyone's come and together with it. Can, can I go- just chip in there on that conversation? I saw a pound. Now anybody else would go, a pound. That pound, pound, we can buy 
four tins of food yeah. with a pound. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, we've got this bottle of poppers. We've had it from the start. I'm a bit of a plastics. I don't, I'm not keen on the old plastic being wasted. So I, I put a scheme out to ask people for one pound nine. Yep. The same price as a branded bottle of pop, but save that plastic bottle. And we've got a few schools and colleges on board with that now who are going to really push the... the uh, see, for me, for me, the education is the most important. If we can educate the Absolutely. plastic bottle thing, we can educate the dietary requirements, we can educate people to, to, to not think that a certain sector of life is the lowest form of life, because they're not. Yeah, they're just, is yeah a education is a huge, huge thing. So we are trying to, to knock different elements out, which will, in the long run, not just be from a food food service, it will be it will be benefiting people's, um, the, the next generation and the next generation, because we've, we've, we've only spoke to a lady yesterday about cookery lessons. If people don't know how, they've never been taught how to cook, we're gonna, we've got somebody who's offered us this big multiple kitchen to get people along. So we've got batch cooking. The other day we spoke to a, a food supplier who, um, can I mention them or am I allowed? No, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed. Nico Rossi. Okay, they've, mm-hmm. they've supported us all along. And we sat the other day chatting, saying in the new year, should we put together um, batch cookery ideas with simple ingredients, possibly a lot of it's all pastas, all round Italian, mm-hmm. but what you can add to make it different. And we'll put batch recipes out there and then we'll put in the bag what they need to make for that recipe. Yeah. It's like a knock-on effect. So going forward, it's not just this little scheme. It's become this family of people who are trying to put people's lives right. Yeah. It's not just that, you know, we're not just putting the fire out. We're just looking long-term of how can we manage this. So again, this going back to the um, the pot of money that's, accumulating as as we speak that that just means we can we can branch out in different directions and just and and just educate people to eat in the long run again health benefits in the long run everything so it's important but maybe that's what people don't see how much work goes in behind it's a we're a very professional outfit we're not just a couple of people have turned up we've had to go through a full rigorous council checks Mm -hmm. for hygiene which we passed with flying colors etc 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 but it's just a case of it's not easy to do and then we maintain it seven nights a week. We keep enough staff and enough supplies. It's calm. I'm, I'm, well, my sister calls me a professional beggar. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. As long as the stuff comes in and we can make it. But seven nights a week is difficult. But the, the need is seven nights a week. Hmm. And so only we few. serve 110 on average in one hour. I could do with a few cuckoo lessons myself. I'm sure Ashley will back that up. Well, you've seen how fast the pace is. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the volunteers are absolutely outstanding. Yeah. It's like ding, 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 ding. And that is exactly how it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And they've got it off to a tee, but it's took us a couple of months to, to get it right. But now it is such a finely tuned. I mean, we even wear high vis because it's dark. We've we've we took every health and safety a- aspect into into account to make sure we, we you see us as professional. Just it's got to be a professional outfit, otherwise, as I say, we're, we're not good at what we're doing. But we want a long term solution here in Sunderland because yeah. it's not going to go away. The problem isn't going to stop. It's, it's just going to get worse. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it, that's it, isn't it? I mean. The amount of comments we've had from people saying this shouldn't even be a thing, yeah, you know, and they're bang on. But the problem is, it is a thing. thing. We have to face it head on, and it's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's not getting better. It's great the donations and stuff like that, but like a lot of people have gone, this is fantastic. But the fact that it has to be done is actually like, why is this happening and something sort of thing? And and you're right in what you're saying. This money, yes, it's going to put shouldn't take it shouldn't take a bunch of volunteers to feed hungry people. That's not bothered at all. It just not 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 in. I mean, we've got. I mean, we are a registered charity. I was going to say, we are a registered (laughs) charity, but we just haven't had the time to sit and put funding bids in because we're literally, we hit the ground running, working every day, just trying to make it happen. I mean, we've got got such good people. You've got no idea. I mean, I know it's a horrible phrase to say of Carling made volunteers. They are just probably the best in my, they they are just just the best. How how did you get the volunteers? Because obviously you, you had an idea. I'm guessing there was a couple of people together, but how do you get other people on board to come along and say like, I want to help this. Um, do, you, do you know something? It was quite bizarre what you're asking. Um, I was a youth worker years ago and mm-hmm. the lady, she's got a, 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 cook, a, a company, a, a buffet company. Yeah. She comes and helps us four days a week. We've been friends 30 years. And young people who were, we used to work around people in the care system back then, the looked after system. And they, they're, they're in front of us now. And they look at us as if to say, don't say, don't say anything. And we don't. They know, we all know what goes on. It's very discreet, yeah. but... Obviously, when Joyce and I have a chat, we say, can you believe it's still the same? The same people coming. The same people in the same position. And obviously, the work we did 30 years ago. So friends, going back to you, lots of friends have came on board and helped. Um, We just advertised and just the best people, the best people in the world just seemed to come up. We did training courses 
um, leading up to opening. So everybody got, you know, their level two and things and it gives us a, ch a chance to, without being, oh, actually, well, this is going to sound negative. I needed a team that wanted to help other people, not wanted to help themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I get didn't, what you mean. Yeah. A lot of people like people to be seen to do in charity work. They like they? to be seen. Yeah. And that yeah, was the people that we didn't need. And, yeah. We didn't need that kind of behaviour, unfortunately. I'm sorry to be picky to the people, but we didn't need it. And it was just, I needed that longevity where people are heart and soul into this thing, kicking. I mean, literally, we've all played our own money into things. Come on. And people, every volunteer has come up with, with something. I mean, Judith, for instance, she's an absolute star. She's got her own business. She's set up a netball tournament um, in, in March. Everybody's come up with great ideas, even long, just long term. We're doing a Boxing Day dip. Judith's organised a Boxing Day dip. Again, people are just really trying to... Um, I mean, because we haven't concentrated on money. Honestly, we've just asked for clothes, mm. food, and we've lived off that. We've never been, we've only been asking for £1.9 for a couple of months. And it, actually, I've got to be honest, it never worked out. I must have been a rubbish campaign because it never worked out very good <laughs> until Gavin came along. We never got any money in. <laughs> but we got plenty of vegetables and clothes. Um, just to mention clothes, Shelter UK, yeah. um, one of their workers, Hannah, noticed us on Facebook and she contacted us. And now we've got a shop inside a shop. We've got a big, beautiful white room with all reels on, with clothes, where our our visitors they go through the shelter charity shop up the stairs with no no there's no there's no lack of dignity in what they do, and they go and just choose off the peg what they need, pick their size. Uh, we've got a lovely little voucher which we call Given with Love voucher. There's no stigma again. We haven't used them yet because I wasn't sure if it put half a stigma in there, so we just invited them along, and um, they just pick the items what they need. And we've got we've we've the first week we did twenty two families the second week we did well fifteen, uh, fifteen the second week and then we only had to do six but in the long run we've given out sixty eight bags bin liners of clothes in the last six weeks. Isn't that great though? That but you can just turn up people. and get dressed. I mean, yeah. it is it is not great in the sense that it's necessary. Should but see the designer names. Oh, got yeah, no yeah. idea what people have given us with tags on. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Well, the two so, homeless lads I was talking to, they were dressed pretty well, yeah. and and there were there was another fella I was talking to at the front of the queue. I, I, I mean, you might be able to expand this story, but he was telling us about his situation. I'm not going too much into detail, but he's um, he's live he's a he's a live like carer, carer living yeah. carer with for his friend who's about to die. He said he'd probably not make Christmas, um, and he says once once he dies, I'll be homeless. And he and he looked as he went. You see this hat on my head, scarf around my neck, coat, pants, underwear, socks, shoes, every item of clothing came out here. Says I wouldn't have I wouldn't have a stitch on my back if it wasn't for these. People have been so kind. They've given us. I mean, brand new. Okay, I got a bit knocked at first. Actually, the only knock I've ever had on Facebook was because I asked for new blankets. Yeah, I asked, <laughs> I asked for new blankets, and I got quite a lot of hard press saying, "Why can't they take second-hand blankets?" So okay, so I said, "Right, fair enough, take it." And people were sending us blankets with dog hairs on. I was like, "Come on, what the? Yeah, come uh, on, you know what I mean?" So we kind of obviously took them to the tip, and. <laughs> And then just gone back to the principles, but the people are wearing new socks. They're wearing brand new underpants because, yeah. come on, oh God, yeah, I can't even describe yeah. what I think about that, but come on. So it's just a case of the clothes. Um, I mean, loads. Oh, can I mention him? Gary Bennett. Of course you can. Well, Gary. Oh, yeah, oh my God, Gary, Gary Bennett, Bennett, right? Honestly, he's such a quiet hero Start from the us. beginning with Gary, because, yeah. Yeah, Gary contacted us to say, look, I just want to help, but I don't want any of the hoi polloi that goes with it. I don't need credit and I don't need, I just want to get on with it. He's honestly been a star. He brought us water. He's brought when we needed, I mean, we're talking a lot of water. We give out a hundred bottles and we did speak to Northumbria Water yesterday about <coughs> looking at a solution for that, by the way. Um, but he, he's brought us. And then the other Saturday night, he pulls up in his car. Hi, Andrea, you all right? Loads and loads of padded quotes come out the car and then just drove, drove off again. See you later, guys. Honestly, it was like, okay, yeah. see you, Gary. <laughs> so very, very nonchalant. That guy is amazing. Anyway, he's obviously spoke... Um, to some of the former players, and we've got a we've had a five hundred pound donation off them, which yeah. is On absolutely the back of all this. yeah, yeah. We've yeah. So again, brilliant. it's just absolutely awesome. But that man is quietly a really, really kind man. Okay, he's a general giant. He's right? he's yeah. a wonderful Unless man. David Speedy, yeah. <laughs> 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 probably doesn't. I know don't that, know so. about that. Oh yeah, I, actually, have you? I've... Wait, you've not seen the video of him hiding someone in the in the air clock stand at Roker Park? <laughs> no, but I will. Oh, I will when I get Probably the most. It. Yeah, and everyone listening to this will know what it is because it's probably the most su famous uh, sudden video yeah. ever, other than the in Portfield's goal against Leeds. But, but, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not being funny. If I may say, he's came he, uh, multiple times and he serves the food. 
You yeah. should see the people in the queue. They're like, oh, hurry, 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 hurry. Yeah. There's pictures with everybody and a couple of the um, veterans who were former veterans. Oh, my God, they were just absolutely over the moon. He, he took time with them. He spoke to everybody. He served them their food, you know. Do you want your dessert? It was just... And to be honest with you, he, he didn't ask for any like publicity. He was absolutely awesome. Yeah, he also arranged um, Northumbria Water for us to be Make-A-Wish. And there was these two big car loads of stuff turned up from Northumbria Water. And again, he just sits at the background. I'm saying, get in. He says, no, no, you take the kind of credit type thing what a guy honestly yeah. what a guy he's, he's posted a lot of stuff recently about sort of mental health and stuff like that as well i've noticed he's, yeah, he's yeah. kind of on board with that he's he, he just spreads himself all over but never wants to be at the forefront so it seems gary bennett well we've um, even discussed sorry um long-term goals of people who were disadvantaged getting the chance to go and play football i mean yeah. he, he, he mentioned things about the beacon of light he said there might be some way we can possibly look at getting cook- cookery because co- apparently they've got they've a got facility. A Jamie Oliver kitchen. Yeah, there, they've yeah. got a big kitchen mm. there. So he said, you know, long term, once we stop, once we can slow the Ferris wheel down a little bit, um, there's there's so many opportunities because he saw the same as you, young people in the queue, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. young people with no, there's no hope for them. They've got no vision. They've got in their chance. They, they say they have no, no chance in life. Nobody cares. And if you and when you've spoke to people now, the biggest for me, the biggest achievement of what we've done is the fact that those people just know we care. They know they can come to us. And yeah. actually, we've only had to call the police once. The man was so drunk, half past two in the afternoon, he headed to us. And I said, see, you <laughs> don't see it as, you see it as negative. I see he came to a safe place because yeah. he knew we'd call the ambulance and get him away. And, and we did. Mm. He, he he went to a safe place. So that's what people are finding now. It's, it, it is the safe place to go. And then if you look at it as well, we've never had any police presence, no. not one. And we every single night the people come down, so courteous, so kind. Oh, yeah. And they just really, come really kind, and they yeah. just go. They just get their food and go. Now, when I did a little bit of research before Christmas, um, sitting down, people told me there was issues with, I suppose, gangs was what you could mm-hmm. call it. So people wouldn't go to eat. So this is probably why we get so many people because we're transitional. People come and go like a takeaway. Come and go, come and go. But everybody gets fed. That was the way we had to do it. So, um, so, but at least Sunderland is catered for for a nice place where people can sit down, but mm-hmm. then they also can just come and get their food and go. So there a, might even be people listening to this now who who are actually in a situation where they might actually have to turn to the to the soup kitchen. And what I can say is, is that if you are, there's no better place to turn. Is there really? You turn up, you, you walk away with a bag full of food, anything you need, and there's no, you should never be ashamed of it. And you're not tra- no. you're not trapped like anything other than a normal person when you're there. If you knew, it's like, hi, are you all right? Have you been here before? No. Okay, well, this is what you do. And this is what they go, really? Yeah, yeah, that's what you have. Just, have you got a bag? Because I'm the bag queen. If you haven't got your bag, you get grief. Because <laughs> um, we brought, we bought, um, we bought all environmentally friendly, the Hessian bags. Yep. So most of the, the Hessian bag crew turn back up with their bags and things. If they don't fall, they go grief. Where's your <laughs> bags? And I'll see you'll get one in one hand and one in the other mind. But I never do. I stuff things in pockets and things. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, do you know something? It's great. And, I, and, and it's only, it's only going to get bigger and worse. So again, moving forward, we have to do things like this fundraising. Because look, no charity can live on um, food donations and clothes donations alone. So um, we're hoping to get bigger and better, but it just means we can give a better, bigger and better facility to anybody who needs us. I mean, the, the thing is as well, there's always that question, which if I had a pound, I would be wealthy by now. What's the criteria? Is there a criteria? I said, no, do you want pasta or curry? <laughs> so there yeah. isn't a criteria. And yeah. I think that's the winning formula going forward for any food service. I think you've got to stop making it so stringent i mean for instance the nurse who there's a nurse who comes to us every single week okay and we never ever have questioned because she works like a like a trooper and she just can't make it but she's not really in the system where she can be allowed to get help because she works yeah so it's kind of a it's a a tough balance for people so onward is it upward and onward onward and onward 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 yeah i always i always get them confused (laughs) but that's the only way we can look at things we just and each each step of the way. I mean, now just by the way, haven't mentioned everything. Got two allotments. Oh, <laughs> organic food going forwards. So we've big got, allotments as well. 
no, one's a community allotment where they've literally it's ready to go. And the other one is a little my little neighbours give us a stretch of his allotment because you've got to wait ages for an allotment. Yeah. I'm still waiting. I'm, I've been in the queue yeah. for ten years. So he <laughs> said you can have a stretch of mine, and he's going to teach. And believe it or not, we've got City of Sunderland College. They're already enrolled in that, so they're going to come come down and do that. Hmm. Um, I mean St Anthony's Academy. They're going to do um, loads of fundraising. Actually, my niece, hi Rich, um, who wasn't involved by the way. She just said she didn't even she didn't even know I'd been there. But anyway, <laughs> she um, she the, 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 all of them teach. That they're going to do the, they're talking about uh, climbing Kilimanjaro up some steps, but the same yeah. amount of thing. Now, going back to that, our lovely Lauren. Okay, she's 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 had a tough time. Okay, she mm-hmm. came to us when she was in uh, refuge with the council, and she just said, "Look for me, sanity. Can I come down now? We're stuck together, aren't we, Lauren?" But she's 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 actually climbing Kilimanjaro next year. Class. Decent. Yeah. So again, that's another one of our volunteers who out of. She was rock bottom, bless her cotton socks. Yeah. And now she's pulled herself up, but now she's worked with us. She's doing that to pay us and another charity back who've helped us. So, uh, I just, see, we're nearly running out of time, but just to put a little on it, like if people want to come down, I don't know where it is, but anyone listening to this wants to come down and uh, drop donations off, or even if there's people listening who um, who need help, basically, because it's, it, I mean, it's not just about food, is it? They'll come down and get any, any help you can We've offer got them. got toiletries. Well, you know. maybe we give out toiletries, clothes, at the minute, hats, scarves, gloves. Advice um, on whatever. Yeah, we can, well. we can point them in the right direction. Obviously, agencies have given us um, leaflets that we can, you know, send people mm. in the right direction. We've got sleeping bags, blankets. Yeah. Um, I mean, a couple of things. If you, if I could plug ourselves, we've got an open, we've got an open evening from the fourteenth to the twenty-first of December, from six to seven down at What's Addison it Street. What's that fourteenth is eight days away. So is yeah. that from a Saturday? Is it? Uh, yes, we're doing yeah, Saturday yeah. to Saturday. So anybody who said, "Look, we want to bring you things," that's the time to do it, and it would give us time to get hampers put together so we can give them out on the twenty-second, twenty-third, twenty-fourth to the people who we need. So just to reiterate, we've got a new factory in Addison Street, which is opposite Booker, down in Hendon. Right. Um, or next door, if I can say this, to Advanced Door Company. We're a couple of doors off that. Um, so if you could come down between six and seven and bring any items that you've kind of pledged. Um, the staff are there with mince pies. We've got um, fake mulled wine. We haven't got any alcoholic. <laughs> and we've got a big Christmas tree going up and we just want to welcome everybody. But take in all the nice items that the shoe boxes and the stockings and everything that people mm. have promised and then get them distributed thereafter. But food wise, we're at um, every single night of the week. Christmas Day we're open, but it would be people probably have been coming to us a long time we've already sort of took the places for that unfortunately um and then a lot of people are catered for by St Mary's which is again great on Christmas Day I worked there last year mm-hmm. volunteered last year so people should be covered if not we'll give them food to cover if they can cook themselves so yeah. they'll always have enough food for Christmas Day but that's the only day in the year that we, we're not there any night of the week six till seven we're in Hudson Road and it's uh, the little church opposite um, it basically if you turn in between what the old Crown House was and Thorburn's um, oh, yeah. fruit is down that dip towards Hudson Road School with a little church on the left but anybody's welcome there's no criteria okay you can come along and it's um, just just there is a, a bit of a queue to start with and, and just have a bit crack on with us there's no you know no stigma no questions asked and we'll just ask you what you want so 6 till 7 at Emmanuel Church which is Hudson Road and then from the 14th to the 21st we're down at the our factory unit in Addison for all of the things that are being pledged please and if uh Sunland Community Soup Kitchen on Facebook as well because that's pretty much where you're easiest to reach. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if anyone wants to all of the drop you a message there, or yeah. even read the post, see how things are going, it's on there. But can I just obviously finalise things? Just thank you. Honestly, thank you from like the bottom of the team's heart. And Gav, just thanks for caring about like what we do. And, and as I say, it's ricocheted into something yeah. quite, quite important Great. now. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. us today and to giving us a platform to to actually, you know, explain what's going on and make it really clear. If there's important. been any perceptions, it's important. So thank you so much and Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry no Christmas problem at all. Indeed. And just to give a quick update. Yeah, what's your... And on air, Hang on, can we do it? Oh, my God. 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 £13,640. So, I mean... Uh, Unbelievable. I mean, uh, so, the, so in the time we've been sat down, there's about 250, 300 quid. And it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. And I just hope it continues. We're going to, just to let people know... Um, we'll probably going to keep it running until about the 11th 
because that's about two weeks before Christmas. Yeah. There's a bit of a, like, once you finish and you decide you're going to start withdrawing money, it takes a couple of days to clear, get it to the food bank, get it, to, yeah. get it obviously, over to the soup kitchen, um, and then for them to use it however they need to over Christmas and what have you. And I think overall our social media channels, everything's tied Everywhere, in yeah, it's in our, yeah. It's in our Instagram in the bio. bio, the link. The Twitter is in, our, in our bio. It? Yeah, in our bio. I mean, we've pretty much ran an article around the subject of uh, hunger, poverty and homelessness every day since we started this. Yeah. Um, but we'll be trying to keep the links in all the articles. So, I mean, just look for us. I'll look for the soup kitchen and you'll find a way to donate. The only thing is, though, guys, it is happening. And it's under, it's on your doorstep and people do need help. So if you, I mean, I know it sounds really mad, even if you don't want to buy cards this year. That, we've had lots of people say Yeah, that. just don't buy the cards. Yeah. I mean, don't, you know, don't waste the paper, all this sort of thing. You can do everything electronically now. Well, and I, rec- I reckon about 50 people who've left comments on the GoFundMe have said, I'm doing this instead of buying Christmas cards. I, actually, I shouldn't have said that because I've just asked lots of people to write cards out to give to the <laughs> homeless people uh, yeah. so they've got a gift sort of thing. But I'm just saying, on the whole, on the masses, if they could cut down one pack of cards and just yeah. say, look, we can either go and buy some food or, or buy something. Yeah, it would, yeah. uh, Even just one less pint of the match. Yeah, that's what we said. One less I mean, pint of the match. I mean, one bottle of pop, one less pint of the match. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's not going to make any Sunderland difference. Would you, is it, Sunderland would do to play Berry in a couple of weeks. What would you have spent in the pub before the match? A couple, of, a couple pints. of pints in the pub, maybe a pie at half time. I mean, it would be really, really greatly appreciated. That's all money. If, if, if there's anybody listening as well who wants to do their own event, Absolutely. I mean, obviously, it's. Fundraising, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't. <laughs> I'm not being cheeky now. Our Facebook no, yeah. post reach is enormous, yeah. absolutely enormous. <laughs> so if you do do an event, you're going to be advertised on our platform. I think. I mean, I think we're looking at sometimes 157,000 post reach. Yeah. yeah. So um, a week. Shows, shows people <laughs> so care. So it, it? yeah. So it shows people care, but it's that's a massive advertising platform too. So if you wanted to do an event, obviously we'll we'll do that again. But it just means you're helping us. We help you. That isn't that the way the world should be. Yeah. Yeah. We I just all help each other rather than fight each so. other or fight the issues or be negative. Just let's be positive. Let's have the best Christmas ever. And uh, yeah, let's just enjoy it. But thank you, everybody. Honestly, it is it is important and it has been. Actually, I'm really pleased I met you. Yeah. Yeah, it's been. Things, a, things happen for a reason. Things happen for a reason. Yes, it does. And it Wish just. I could say the same about Gav. No. Yeah. Well, you're stuck with me now. I mean, you surrogate son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. That's where I see you most We 
If your smile Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50. Luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> 